This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 883, Comic Reviews, the week of Wednesday, June 2nd. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 883, taking a look at some of the releases from the week of Wednesday, June 2nd. Uh, a lot of books came out that particular week. Uh, we'll be talking about just a few of them today. But first, before we move on to releases from the week of the 9th, uh, in our next episode, let's talk a little bit about some of the books that did come out on the 2nd, which included new issues of Batman Catwoman. Uh, this was issue 5. We have a new issue of Batman uh, by the current creative team. we got Black Cat, The Gilded City Conclusion by McKay and Dowling. Uh, over at DC, you also had Crime Syndicate number 4, Crush and Lobo number 1 of 8, uh, you had Green Lantern number 3, Hellions number 12, uh, Heroes Are Born, American Knights number one, Heroes Are Born number five. I'm actually really far behind. I haven't actually read any of these yet. Uh, Immortal Hulk 47, which I'm actually really excited to at some point read, although I do love the cover by Alex Ross. Uh, in Infinite Frontier Secret Files, this is issue number four. Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon number six. Um, Iron Man Annual number one uh, by McKay. You got Justice League 62. Uh, Man Bat number five of five. I'm really enjoying uh, what I've read of that so far. You got Marauders number 21, part of the Hellfire Gala. With a great Emma Frost on the cover. You got Nonstop Spider Man number three, Savage Avengers number 21, which is, I think, a very overlooked Avengers book. It's really enjoyable. I don't know how much Avengers as it is, kind of rough and tumble characters, but I really enjoy it. Suicide Squad number four, Swamp Thing number four, Trials of Loki, Marvel Tales, um, which I guess has old, old books. Uh, sorry, old reprints. Uh, you got X Force number 20, and I believe that is everything that came out on June 2nd. Uh, so what did I read? Apparently I only read two books, so it was a very light read um, for me. This will be a short episode. Um, first up, we have Amazing Spider-Man. This is issue number 67. It's The Chameleon Conspiracy Part 1 by Nick Spencer. Um, and then his artist on this one is Marcello Ferreira and Carlos Gomez as pencils. Uh, then inks, you have Wayne Foucher with Marcello Ferreira and Carlos Gomez. Uh, colors, you have Maury Hollowell with Andrew Crossley. And then on letters, you have virtual calligraphy Joe Caramagna. Um, I like this. Um, I felt like a little bit more of a kind of return to old school Spider-Man form in terms of, I felt like there was a kind of a lot going on, which I liked. You have Betty Brant showing up with uh, her baby, or sorry, she's pregnant. And then you have Peter having all this guilt because of what he remembers about Ned Leeds, which to be honest, I forgot pieces of it, but I knew he came back and kind of remember that he died in a weird way. So I like that they are kind of coming back to that here. You have Teresa Parker trying to break Chameleon out of jail. And he's taunting her and referencing stuff that doesn't usually come up, like life theft back in the mid-90s. So I'm actually... Again, Nick Spencer seems to never shy away from a 90s storytelling, and I'm, uh, I'm enjoying the kind of references to that. Uh, We bring back the idea of the clairvoyant, which I completely forgot about. And I think this is somewhat the problem with Amazing Spider-Man, is I don't think Nick Spencer in general has done a great job juggling the subplots because... It feels like things will just completely fall away. He doesn't check in on them. And then we come back to the clairvoyant, and it's like, oh my god, when did we last deal with this? And then what I found weird is that all the... um the references here in terms of the editorial sorry editor boxes were always referencing the legacy numbering which to be honest like I don't think of the legacy numbering I think of the modern numbering because that's the actual number of the book um, so I found it, found it interesting because they'd be like oh the, you know this happened back in Amazing Spider-Man 835 and I'm like what happened exactly I can't remember which I guess makes it what 30, issue 34 which again is still you know over 30 issues ago um, which is a while back and it's Anyways, that's the thing that kind of bugged me. I did like that we get more of a 
backstory on the you know the inventor of the clairvoyant. I thought that was interesting. That a little bit you know kind of artificial stakes, but I did enjoy it. We're finally checking back in on Silver Servo Sable, so I did feel like this issue in general was a lot of callbacks and going back to things that had passed previously in the run. But it also made me realize just how many subplots he's just dropped, and then we dealt with so much of the kindred stuff for so long that it just felt like he took over the book and he forgot that anything else had ever happened. And now we're finally back to other stuff. And we have a great kind of ending here in terms of uh, Ned Leeds. We also have a good ending with uh, regards to the finisher. So a lot of things are kind of coming together, and it does make you wonder, you know, what this is all going to mean. Then you also have a thing all about Otto Octavius, which is leading to the Sinister War, um, which is interesting as well. And I'm curious how many people actually read Superior Spider-Man and even realized that Doc Ock was like this now and that he, you know, was, you know, this character and he kind of gave it all up and uh, made a deal with the devil. And, of course, it was Mephisto who went on. Um, and it's, it's setting up Sinister War, which I enjoy. But, it, yeah, it was an interesting kind of pro, uh, epilogue to the issue. Uh, but generally speaking, I would say I enjoyed it. I thought the artwork was actually really good, and I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and last but not least, and second second and last but not least, is uh, this is Heroes Reborn, Marvel Double Action Number 1, which I really dug. Uh, this is by Tim Seeley, artwork by Dan Jurgens, Scott Hanna on inks, and Chris Sotomayor on uh, colors. And I love how there's it feels like an old school comic like there's everything from you know there's a little editor box on the on the first page that's originally presented in Nighthawk 126 obviously it's aping you know amazing spider-man 121 122 but you know you have Nighthawk instead of spider-man uh you still have the goblin but he's not the green goblin he's the goblin um you know a lot of really interesting cool ideas here um, I really, really dug this, and it kind of made me want to, you know, check out a bunch of these other Heroes of War one-shots, which, to be honest, I haven't really paid any mind. I just haven't had a chance to read any of them. Um, but I really dug this. I thought it was really enjoyable, and, yeah, I thought this was great. It, it was surprisingly enjoyable, and, uh, yeah, I don't know what I expected going in. I also really liked, uh, again, they, they really adheres to the aesthetic of like an old school comic in terms of you know the the at the bottom there were like advertisements etc i thought dan jurgens really brought something special to this i even like that they had a kind of a faux letters call uh, letters page which reminded me a lot of the amalgam books back in the day which i was suckered into because i was a little kid and didn't realize any better um but i really dug this i thought this was a really really enjoyable book and last, uh, now before we uh, actually say goodbye uh, for now, um, on the some of the releases that came out J- June 9th, which I hopefully we'll be talking about next podcast, include Batman the Detective, Batman Urban Legends, DC Pride, Detective Comics, Future State Gotham, Justice League Last Ride, The Joker, Wonder Woman, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Children of the Atom, Conan the Barbarian, Excalibur, Heroes Reborn, Night Gwen, Heroes Reborn, Squadron Savage, Heroes Reborn number six, Iron Man, Marvel Action Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man the Spider Shadow, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters number one, uh, Strange Academy, Web of Spider-Man number one, which I believe is supposed to tie in with the uh, new uh, land in um, Disneyland, although it could be completely wrong there, but I feel like it's a tie-in. Uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Uh, and then you have X-Men number 21, um, which is, you know, the X-Men book finally jumps into the Hellfire Gala. Uh, it's also, I believe, maybe it was in the, it was in last uh, week's books as well, but it might be the first ones where we see a memorial to John Paul Leon. Uh, it might have been 
in the previous week. Now, now I'm not remembering. Um, but uh, that's again a nice little inclusion to have. Uh, so this is the you know that that'll be the end of an era uh, to bring forward a new team of X Men. Um, so that'll be exciting to see. Uh, so you can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, rate the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. And uh, the next episode will be a conversation all talking about the launch of the new Disney Plus series, Loki. So make sure you t- stay tuned, as that will be coming up very soon. Thanks again, and uh, enjoy. Bye-bye. <laughs>